Tierney here making a special request on behalf of MASH Minute. If you have returned from deployment or you know someone who has and you're willing to help us out, make a voice memo of your story and email it to mashminute at gmail.com. If you've seen this movie all the way through to the end, you can probably guess where we'll be featuring these. Any questions, feel free to reach out to us at mashminute at gmail.com or in our usual social media places. Thanks, guys. The Swamp Without a Still is just a tent, a martini without olives doesn't quite make it, and Mash Minute is intended for mature audiences. Put on your headphones, listen for the tone of your favorite podcast, Mash Minute. Well, it's a minute-by-minute detailed analysis. Of the movie without which the series wouldn't exist. Megan and Tierney, and guest will make three. Goddamn army, MASH Minute. Welcome back to MASH Minute, the Movies by Minute podcast, where we're analyzing the contentious 1970 Robert Altman film, MASH, one minute at a time. I'm Tierney Steele. I'm Megan Coleman. And I get to be a guest. I am Chris Henry of the EAA Aviation Museum. Paula 13 minute, because I needed to make sure I get that in, or my co-host will beat me. So, <laughs> Oh, no! Yes, yes. It's a very militant relationship we have over there on the Apollo 13 minute. So. <laughs> I was worried about kidnapping you, but, you know, if you need to stay here, just yeah, blink yeah. a Morse code message yeah. at is me. It, and we'll, is it we'll cool? Get, Can we'll I just crash here? <laughs> It's also warmer here, just saying. Yeah, it's snowing on us here right now in Wisconsin. Oh, so. God. <laughs> I can't wait till these air in the summer and all our first episodes are just like, why is it so cold? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hate life. It's going to be very <laughs> Korea's cold. I don't like it either. <laughs> Korea does get cold. Yes. And hotter than Hades, right? Chick- yeah. Chick- yeah. <laughs> it, it's the best. Honestly, uh, I have a friend from South Dakota. I hope she's listening. Hi, Kim. Uh, who Hi, once Kim. Des- she described, you know, life in South Dakota, and she loves it and loves it and moved back there. And she was just talking about, like, how hot it'd be in the summers and then how cold it'd be in the winters. And I'm just like, you sound like you're describing hell. Like, <laughs> it's over 100 in the summers and in the negatives in the winter. You have to get a break at some point. She's like, but it's real pretty. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> no but that's not what we're here to talk about no we're here to debate things because people are gonna fight and i'm gonna be confused and we're gonna talk about minute 36 which starts with hawkeye and Hulahan debating frank burns in the mess <laughs> and it ends with mulcahy looking over at an upset margaret Hulahan. where to begin sally kellerman is amazing is where <laughs> i began in my notes even though I don't like a lot of things she's saying, and I think she's very wrong, like the way she acts in this minute with her body, with not being able to say anything, and we'll, we'll get there, but like, God, she's conveying someone. She is an equal partner in this scene, and she's so, her character is not an equal partner in this scene. No, <laughs> that makes any no. sense. I think I just really like when actors fight well in movies. I gotta say, like, there was an episode of This Is Us where Milo Ventimiglia and Mandy Moore are in a fight and the camera pans around them and it goes on for, like, three minutes. And do you know how hard it must be to fight with someone and have to, like, hit marks 
Kind of, uh, I mean, yeah. not they weren't yeah. moving, but like they have to be saying their lines, and the other person is saying their lines, and their lines have nothing to do with each other, but they have to line up correctly to, for the scene to make sense. And the camera is moving around them, so they couldn't split it into takes. And I actually tweeted about it. I was like, every hair on my arms is up right now. And whoever runs Mandy Moore's social account liked it, and I was really excited. <laughs> um, but awesome. I think I think that's my thing because everything in my notes is just like, oh my god. Oh my God, what WTF? Oh my, like everything is so excited. And then at the end, I'm like, is she turned on by this fight? And now that I'm saying this out loud, I'm like, Tierney, are you turned on by this fight? Like, what is going on? (laughs) I'm done talking. (laughs) I definitely think that you get the sense of how awkward the conversation was for her in the scene. I mean,. Mm I mean, you can see her tense up, but I, I mean, mm-hmm. I have no idea what the relationship of the real two actor, the the actor and the actresses were, you know, off the the set. But man, it certainly seemed genuine. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so <laughs> I I can't speak to the other one. I have not seen that episode that you just mentioned. So, uh, <laughs> uh, no, but I, I I'm gonna YouTube it. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I'll have to see if I can find if that's one of the things they like clipped out. Right? <laughs> Yeah, my first note and the the WTF came up with because she says not only is Frank not only a good technical surgeon, he is a good military surgeon. I'm like, what does that even mean? Like, like there like there really shouldn't be that much of a difference, right? Like, I could see military wise because they're a mass shooting. You know, it being pretty is not on your high you know high priority list, but you should still be able to keep them alive. <laughs> If they have to go elsewhere, fine, but, you know, like, get them there in one piece. I wonder if it had to do with, if it has to do with how you treat the staff around you, because they would be Mm. not as high-ranking as you. I'm just wondering if that had, if that's what she meant by that. I've wondered in that line, too. I'm like, what's a, you know, what's a military surgeon do? (laughs) You know, like, like, how's that different than just a surgeon? And he's not a good technical surgeon, which Margaret on the show admits a few times. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But this Margaret is not backing down, and his look when he says finished, I mean, he is so pissed. I am dying to know what he would have said if she hadn't gone after his nickname. Yeah. (laughs) Because it looks like he's about to say something, and then she starts with the, you know, I've noticed the nurses call you Hawkeye. And I I think that's what she picks up on when he says finished, and that look he gives her. I think she picks up on, like, her body, she's shifting as she kind of decides to go on the the (laughs) counterattack. I I called it adversarial glee in my notes. Oh, nice. (laughs) Unfortunately, that part of it where she goes after his nickname, I have encountered in different... I've I've encountered that kind of person that, you know, nitpicks something like that. Like, that's not technically, it's like, oh my gosh, just leave us alone. Yes, I understand that that's not, it's not (laughs) technically correct, but it's a working relationship. And it, I mean, that could be at the medical helicopter place, that could have been at the the tower. I mean, there's people like that. that, Unfortunately, when she goes after that, it's like she's, in the the script to me, it's like she's about to lose all her marbles right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because she's going to, you know, get counterattacked, I guess, by Hawkeye or or however you want to want to say it but yeah it's almost if you look at her body language it's like oh i've got a good one it's like nope you don't yeah exactly like he immediately shuts that down (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah the menace in his voice in this scene is amazing because it's so bitten back it's so controlled he was out of control venting last minute and in this minute he pulls it all back in yeah absolutely 
obviously he's a great actor. I mean, but the dialogue between these two just works out so great. I mean, it, it, like we talked we talked about, I think, in the last minute, you built a whole show basically around this conversation. I mean, yeah. really, this is, the, <laughs> this is the premise of the TV show is what you're watching right now. <laughs> Welcome, listeners. <laughs> yeah, I, I, is she turned on by this fight? The way she's like, but again, I think I'm reading things. Different. And then I was saying, ironic, given that he is the opposite. Speaking of the dialogue in this scene, mm-hmm. he did call for some ketchup earlier. Yeah, and now there's magically ketchup on the table. But, but... But. His lunch is his fresh fried lobster. <laughs> I'm assuming okay. this is a joke of like he's from Maine. Right, it's gotta be because like how the heck would you even have? Yeah. Well, all right. Oh gosh, here we go. Jerry's I had some fun. All, all right, so <laughs> most of the lobster consumed in Seoul, at least in 2015, as I could tell, is imported. Well, currently is imported. In 2015, Seoul called lobster its latest foodie fad. It was becoming quite the trend. Now, can I ask a question? Is this like Maine lobster or is this just like lobster from anywhere lobster? American lobster. Now, okay. lobster itself is fished worldwide. And I right. learned a lot about lobster having to scan that Wikipedia article. And there is a Japanese fan lobster. So the, And there are a lot around Australia and New Zealand. Okay. Not Korea specifically, so it would still... They do not have lobster in this tent, guys. Like, just... (laughs) I know I should just let it go and be like, (laughs) he's just being... Maine, I guess. Like, or it's like the only say, thing it's I can. Say we're supposed to be like, yeah, that's what they say in Maine because he's from Maine. I don't know. <laughs> I, as a New Englander, I'm just picky about my lobster. It has to be Maine. I, 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 I won't lie that I've always wondered this too because my head goes to like, there's no way you had lobster. There's no way, right? There's no <laughs> way. If there's a yeah. whole mash, okay, I know it's a TV show, but if there's a whole mash episode about Radar trying to find the elusive tomato juice for Colonel Potter, right? Yeah. But like, and that seems like that'd be easier to get. They do over. eat lobster on the show. Do they? When do they? I they get lobster that. for one of the beach things. Oh, really? They do like a clam bake. Oh, you're right. I remember. And they that. get lobsters. Yeah, is that when they're but, like they're trying to? But boost it's an morale. effort, and that's right. what I liked. Of you can get lobster in Korea. Right. It just it's not easy, and so it certainly would not be in this situation. No. Yeah. And it's not that lobster is native to Korea because the whole thing was that for centuries and centuries, lobster was what poor people ate. Interesting. Which, being Irish poor person from the Boston, New York area, <laughs> I uh, agree with. Because it was so common, there was so much of it, that it wasn't expensive. It wasn't a thing. It wasn't until some people started moving up in the world, and in New York and Boston, it became fashionable to have lobster. That's when the price skyrocketed. That's when it became a thing. Lobster used to be what the servants ate. Interesting. For decades and decades. I think until sometime in the 1800s. I'm forgetting exact. I can't remember if it was after the Civil War or or around then, but, but... that used to be the thing. And um, there's the joke in Mystic Pizza that she's sick of lobster. And then when she goes to the hoity-toity boyfriend's house, they have lobster because, of course, that's what fancy people have. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sick of lobster. Like, <laughs> trying to hide that she just wants anything else because that's all they have. <laughs> but it's if lobster was native to Korea or if this had been a special thing. But I think it's literally just... 
a line. I I don't know. I, I it has to be a joke. It just has to be one of Hawkeye's jokes. This is so gross. I'm gonna refer to it as my fresh fried lobster, which is yeah. delicious. By the way, there was a comedian. I don't know if you've heard. I'll just go ahead and derail this for a minute. But cool. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> There's yeah. <laughs> You're fitting right in. <laughs> you guys make me feel right at home. So, <laughs> but uh, there was a comedian. You were talking about the lobsters, and it just made me think of the. Uh, you were like, well, the, you know, this is what poor people ate. And there was a comedian that was like, do you think God ever checked back in on like what he created? And like, why are you guys Ooh. eating those sea monsters? Like, <laughs> I, I put them at the bottom of the ocean, and I gave you cows and pigs, and and you're going, you're making all this effort to go down there and pick up these spiders. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> It's just a fantastic skit from the state of comic, but I... Today's recommendation is the TV show The Miracle Workers, starring Steve Buscemi and Daniel Radcliffe. (laughs) (laughs) I I think you would really like that. (laughs) Uh, Steve Buscemi is God is pretty good. Oh my gosh, yeah, I'm going to check that out. Yeah, (laughs) so good. Have you ever sent him Boston Movie by Seth Meyers? Yes, he, y'all, we watched that together. <laughs> I'm kind of obsessed with that. <laughs> Before we can get into the the next bit, uh, I got to give a shout out to this airplane model. Yeah, in the I background. just want to know, like, I didn't, I don't remember seeing that previously in any mesh tent scenes. It just I sort of thought it was. Did it, in... or did I just miss it? I think it's just hanging out. It's prominently featured. my notes are featured. like, WTF, where'd the plane come from? <laughs> yeah. It shouldn't be there. It's weird that it's there. It's weird that it's there. Like, did someone but get bored and make a model it. and just went, hey, everybody, check it out. <laughs> well, Blake has the helicopter in his office. Maybe the oh, mess tent true. felt a little blocked. That's Maybe wild, blocked. yeah. <laughs> I was that cool kid who... Didn't want to build the models, but wanted them to hang from her ceiling. <laughs> you got to get the trifocker. I mean, come on. In red, that's what you want. Well, what's interesting <laughs> is the, if you watch the, speaking further to the, what we talked about earlier about the, you know, the, the symbology between Korea and actually being in Vietnam. When you watch the TV show, Henry Blake has a helicopter hanging in his office, and that's actually a Huey. It's from Vietnam. Um, so it's not a Korean era helicopter. It's a it's a mash, it's a Vietnam era helicopter. So minor details, minor details. I love when they're not even subtle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if anyone wants to get me a birthday present, when's this airing? <laughs> when's when's this episode airing? Oh, it's too late. All right, next year. I've always wanted helicopter flying lessons. Because why not pick, like, the hardest thing to fly? But I've been obsessed. I had a toy. I had a little... The body was metal, and then the bl- propel, the blades were plastic. They were yellow, and the body was painted, and it looked like it had a little person in it. And I had a little toy helicopter as a kid that I was obsessed with. <laughs> I also had older cousins who I wanted to be, whose dad had been in the army, and so they had all these pictures of Hueys, and so we were all just like, choppers are the coolest thing ever. We must be obsessed with choppers for the rest of our <laughs> lives now. And it has mostly gone away in that I am an adult who could take helicopter flying lessons if she wanted to, and obviously have not made the effort to do so. But it hasn't totally gone away, and that I still kind of want to. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you ever are able to come out and visit our museum, we can make that happen. We actually have uh, two Bell 47 helicopters, which are the MASH helicopters that you can uh, take rides in and stuff. So we can we can get you airborne in a Bell 47. Megan, field trip. <laughs> I feel a field trip coming on. 
So I don't know if it's coming back this year, but last year we had the actual one of the actual helicopters from the TV show here. Oh, really? Yeah, the real one of the real MASH helicopters that's in the intro for the TV show. The guy bought it. He wanted to restore it. Happened to run the tail, you know, the serial number, and then discovered that it's actually the one you see in in the beginning of the episode, the one that comes on the helipad every episode, and they unload. Yeah, it's that helicopter. Oh Um, wow! So it, it was. It was really. Like a spiritual moment to, to get a, a chance to, <laughs> and I'm like, can I just touch it? You know, and he's like, yep. yeah. I mean, I'll send you guys some pictures. I was going to ask off there what your policy was on hugging the exhibit. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I will. Um, I'll send you some pictures if you guys want to put them on your page or something. And 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 I I, I took like a picture of every square inch of this thing. I think so. It, it was it was pretty neat. But that's an open invite. If you guys ever want to come up and fly with us, you just uh, let me know, and uh, we'll get you airborne in our Bell 47s. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember there being an argument for having the movies by meetups closer to you guys because you have all the cool toys. <laughs> yes, we we definitely have some of them. You guys need to do a field trip on the road episode. So, I've already lamented that Megan and I started a mash podcast and had a whole plan <laughs> to do our final episodes from Malibu Creek oh. State Park, and then the gong. Park burned. Oh, no. <laughs> yep. <laughs> including the MASH site. So I'm sure when all is said and done, eventually, someday, when the world is good again, <laughs> they'll put something there again, but it won't be. It because there be was the like, an, remember there were all those pictures of the ambulance that was just yeah, left there, Megan, right. and all that yes. stuff? Right. It has to be gone. It oh. has to be destroyed. Oh, it has to be gone. Because oh. I, I, I looked at the map and it was right in the middle of all that. Oh, yeah, I'd be surprised if any of it yep. even. Wow. Yeah. So I do know the show signpost is in the Smithsonian, so that was safe. Yeah, so the signpost. Safe. Believe it or not, the original don't, swamp is yeah, in the Smithsonian. I was gonna say, oh, yeah, the swamp and the OR. Yeah. Yeah. But they have not been on display in my lifetime. And actually, one of my first, like, I'm going to work in a museum someday and be special. Uh, um, when I was 13 years, 14 years old, when I had discovered MASH and become obsessed with it, but still was young enough to be nervous, my dad said when we went to the Smithsonian, I was like, oh, they have the MASH and it wasn't there. He said, why don't you go up to the desk and ask them if they have any plans to put it back on exhibit? And I was like... Oh, I couldn't do that. And he's like, yeah, you can. Just go ask them. And so you're telling me, like, oh, sorry, they're, you know, in the basement. Also, and, and she should just lean over and be like, also, kid, it's the 90s. What the hell? Go make some friends. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so the um, the Smithsonian got, when they packed it away, they took one of the I, I think it was, there were two sets. There was an indoor set and an outdoor set. The Smithsonian mm. got the indoor set, which was in better condition. And then they had a few pieces of the outdoor set, mainly um, some floors and things like that from from the swamp. And when they packed it all up, they took the floor of the outdoor set and they cut it up into pieces and made souvenirs for everybody, for a lot of people. Aww. And I actually found a piece on eBay and bought it. So as I'm talking to you guys tonight, I'm actually looking. I have it right here. Um, I have a piece <laughs> of the floor cool. of the swamp. Uh, from the TV show. Wow. So, yeah, I was really geeked out when I found that. I'm like, you know, I, I told my wife, I'm like, guess what I just bought off eBay? She's like, oh, God, what? You know, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like I bought a piece of the floor That's from the, the swamp. And, and she's like, yeah. you really? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Like, 
this is awesome, right? And she's like, oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> so, Aw, that's nice. She Play does along. think she loves MASH. <laughs> she thought it was actually pretty cool. But she did think I was a little weird to buy a piece of the floor. <laughs> so <laughs> it would involve a trip to Kansas, but the Kansas National Guard Museum has a beautiful and very well-detailed replica inside and out of the swamp. And that would be a very good place to celebrate your the final show. Um, if they would be, and I'm sure they'd be willing to do it. For, you can you can go in the swamp. You can actually do the show from inside the swamp. <laughs> Again, I'll send you guys pictures. It's totally cool. I geeked yeah. out, and I almost like I almost <laughs> wanted to just live there. I'm like, I'm just gonna live in the swamp now. And um, yeah, <laughs> this is the thing. This is I, the end. Uh, do you guys do overnight? It was called being a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> And once again, the guy was like, I'm stuck in like the 80s and 90s. And, you know, like, like I said, the guy's like, you know, this is like 2017, right? And yeah. Like, and you're like, yeah, yeah no. Like, I don't Aware. care. Back <laughs> up off my thing. <laughs> <laughs> my bucket list thing is to visit all 50 states. So oh. I am always happy for an excuse to go to one that otherwise I would not necessarily have a reason to visit so <laughs> i i think i'm i'm all for that it's better than recreating the route that they take through twister so <laughs> oh goodness wow that would be epic <laughs> that's what i had so far should we talk about this awkwardness of oh of how he mentioned I... sure how i would have done things but now i'm not going to but i'm just going to insult you by saying it and then well, what's yeah. funny is he says, all right, so first of all, Hawkeye, hi, not not into scotch, but other liquors, you can have the scotch, bed, scotch, sex, that sounds like a perfectly lovely evening. Uh, he says, you know, you being what I would normally call a very attractive woman. And it's so funny because she opens, when he says you might possibly have come, she opens her mouth to respond, but doesn't say anything at that point. Yeah. And he kind of steamrolls over and finishes the regular army clown and stalks off. But yeah. I find it interesting that she is building up, and at that point is when she's just like, uh, uh. Yeah, it's interesting. When I was watching the the clips to get ready for this, I I, I guess I first time the first time I noticed that she had ha- it's like she had had a, a rebuttal ready and then kind of mm-hmm. ran out of steam or something. Or stay with me and my living vicariously <laughs> and possibly reading things into things. She had a rebuttal, and she wouldn't have gone. She hates this man now. He hates her now. But when he says you might possibly have come. The split second in which her brain wonders what she would have done if he had asked her ruins the, like, by the time she recovers from that, even though it's only a second, the moment that that throws her, she misses her window. That could very well be it. And, and you know, if you've ever been in an argument, it only takes a pause or a tone to kind of throw off your argument. We're like, well, then all that that rebuttal's gone to crap. I can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I like the idea that she is, enough into it to be like would i have got no damn it he already said something else (laughs) and you know what i'll give her this because while it is not a good comeback i wouldn't have thought of it for like a week so hey (laughs) that's pretty quick (laughs) and for those who haven't watched the minute trying to like figure out where exactly we are she gets out her, I wonder how a degenerate like that could have possibly, what, what is it? Could have I wonder possibly how a degenerate risen? person like that could have reached, what is it, the highest levels of the Army Medical Corps? 
Yeah, it's very, very something like that. Yeah. A position of responsibility in the Army Medical Corps. Put it all together now. Yes. I wonder how. <laughs> I wonder how. Yeah, it's like, I wonder how a degenerate like that could have reached it's such a level of... A, a, reached a position of responsibility in the Army Medical Corps. There you go. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then we get... He was drafted. <laughs> yeah. No, we don't! <laughs> the minute ends, Mulcahy looks up and he doesn't even open oh, his mouth no. yet. My, my thing says he... Yep. The, the closed captioning comes up, but he oh. does not start speaking in this minute. <laughs> but it's still a great comeback, Betrayal. Though. First, the olive didn't drop until after the minute mark, and now... <laughs> and now spoiled. this. Like, okay, two to of the most fair, known lines. <laughs> to be fair, Charity, when I watched it and made my notes, I wasn't exactly like... I didn't have it broken down like this. Yeah, no, totally fair, totally fair. But yeah, sometimes you get betrayed by the movies by minutes format. Oh, <laughs> we we have had that on Apollo thirteen. We're just like, what? No, <laughs> this can't be. Yeah, Jim Lovell cut. says Houston, and that's the end of the minute. Like, what? No. Was it on a Friday? Oh, I know. It's like, hey, uh, tune back in next week, see what happens. <laughs> you'll never guess. Yeah, exactly. You'll, you'll never guess what they want to tell Houston. <laughs> yeah. He's sick of them knowing about his kidneys. Stop asking about damn kidneys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not that we've seen that movie. That right, right, exactly. <laughs> or read multiple books about the Apollo space program. Nope, nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Megan, how did we end up... Well, I guess, you know what it is? I found a movie from the 70s about the 50s. We, <laughs> so we just... That's really the about 60s. the 70s, just, <laughs> or late 60s, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, we, we kind of we goofed it. I half my vintage wardrobe, you know. It's just, it's yeah. just fine. I'm sorry. It's okay. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> we'll talk about Jackie Kennedy someday, I promise. Okay. <laughs> Or Lee. I'll even take Lee. It's okay. I'll take one of them. My sister and I used to fight when we wear oversized sunglasses. Who is Lee and who is Jackie? <laughs> and sometimes I would... That's the most you and Belle argument I've ever heard about. <laughs> and one time, I, I sadly said I got to be Jackie because I was the one who was married. <laughs> oh. Wow. Sorry, oh, Mike. That's so mean. And, I went, and then I went, sorry, Mike, I'm throwing you under the proverbial bus because that's implying that... <laughs> But also, Lee got married. Oh, man, it's, like, so mean to everyone. I mean, we did get married, but we like to forget that she maybe wasn't. And then, you know, then there was the bad joke about, I think Mal might have also been like, so you're throwing Mike under the bus because you're saying he's going to be dead soon, right? And I was like, oh. (laughs) It wasn't me this minute, folks. You're my witnesses. (laughs) It was my turn this time. (laughs) Yeah, that Onassis died, so, you know, but there was that age gap, so to be expected, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I got dark there. Sorry, guys. Chris, do you have any feelings on uh, Onassis? (laughs) (laughs) Or Lee Roswell? Yeah. Yeah. In her sweet Paris apartment? Oh, God, that is great. Yeah. Um, I just watched a documentary on her recently. Because if you watch Ken Burns' Vietnam, Netflix has all sorts of suggestions for you, and it's delightful. 
<laughs> just go right down that rabbit hole. Do you and Chris, your husband Chris, have separate Netflix accounts? You know, like profiles, I should say? Yes. Okay, because yes. until very recently, my husband and I, Mike, did not have separate ones. Mm. So it's really confused. It's like, you should watch this anime that's really dark, but you'd also really like this documentary about figure skating. How about some bacon? <laughs> it does. We watch a lot of... Yeah, yeah we're like, oh, you want to watch Nailed It? You should watch Nailed It. Here's a great British baking show. Oh, and here's a British murder mystery. Oh, and here's a show about helicopters. You'd like helicopters, right? <laughs> yeah. And we confused it and broke it. It's oh, great. and it's just like, actually, I would love if you just logged in. And it's like, just watch Top Gear again. Actually, one time, one time it was like, I give up. One time it was like, because you like, you watch, we had the fireplace, you know, there's the fireplace, you know, you can have the fireplace on your TV. And so it said, yeah. because we watched that, we should watch Sherlock. <laughs> there are fireplaces? I can't imagine if MASH was on Netflix, if what it would tell me to watch. It was for a while, was. and I was so proud of it, because the algorithm said you may, it was early, it was like, you may like MASH, and I was like, good job, good you job. did it! Like, anytime it recommends something I love to me, I'm I'm like, you, you did it, Hulu good did job. it to me recently, when, it, when they finally brought back the TV show after owning the rights for so many years, and all the MASH fans mm-hmm. being like, where the hell is it, Hulu, come on, and they finally actually put it on. Um, mm-hmm. It was like, you should watch this show called MASH. And I was like, I love you, Hulu. But I already <laughs> own all the seasons on DVD, so yeah, maybe not. Anyway. This is totally not where I saw my notes for this minute. Not like at any point in this episode. This has not been where I thought my notes were going. But I really like it. I was going to ask if you had any thoughts on the Army Medical Corps, because we get a name drop, but you know what? No, we're done. Like, <laughs> we've been talking a while, and she's flustered. <laughs> it's a whole thing. It's a thing. Well, now I'm really curious, because I did, I did historical research for the next minute, but let's see if I use any of it, or if we just reference the fact that, hey, did you know JFK died? <laughs> like <laughs> spoilers <laughs> if you're learning that from here please contact us because i have so many questions <laughs> we can we can help you <laughs> also i will yeah. i can give you some things to read and watch if you need to catch up on your u.s history <laughs> yeah Wait, if we need to do reader's advisory, just just let us let know. Us know. Oh. Uh, we do have an email, mashminute at gmail.com. Chris, I know you're on the internet and we will be forcing forcing you as our kidnap, our payment for, you know, flying you out to Hawaii after the revolution <laughs> is. We want some of these pictures. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, I'm just thrilled to be on here with you guys and... Uh, it, it's fun. I'm, I'm finally, I, I'm just, I feel at home geeking out about MASH. This is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely the place to do it. And uh, if you'll join us for the next minute, we will finally get <laughs> Mulcahy's response <laughs> to this line. In case you haven't guessed it already. <laughs> uh...